What the fuck is up? Homegrown Podcast, April the 6th. Wow. We are six days into April. I've not done a podcast since... Let me tell you. It's been a minute. I'm finally doing them weekly. Uh, March the 26th was the last day. So here's a fun fact. I actually recorded a podcast like two days ago and was editing it and I did not like the way it sounded like the audio just came out super trash and I was like I'm not even about to fucking post this garbage um and a lot has happened since the last episode Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock at the uh Oscars which I'm sure everybody's you know probably curious on my thoughts you don't want my thoughts about that you really don't um but let's just get it out of the way Right off the bat, I'm just jumping right in. You got to jump in to swim. Uh, so let's do this. Chris Rock versus Will Smith. Oh, man. I think Will Smith used to be one of the best actors in Hollywood. And I think Jada Pinkett is a fucking bitch, dude. Holy fuck. God, I really hate that lady. I really dislike that lady. Um, and she, they have like this open uh, arrangement where they like, she's foster cocking like other men. And I guess Will didn't know. And then now he knows. Let me tell you, dude. If I was Will, I don't think I could be with her. Especially the way that she's talked about Tupac over the years, the way that she foster cocked uh, Jaden's buddy. Uh, what is his name? August Alcina. I don't know, man. I think that it's very fucking. It's very fragile of Will to slap somebody over a joke that was so fucking mild. Like, that joke was so tame. But so it's very sensitive to get that pissed off about something like that. However, I do like that. I like that he slapped Chris Rock because I don't feel like a lot of like enough people don't get slapped. But I just feel like maybe like you wasted a really good slap. I don't know. I'm not sold on it being real. I'm not sold on it being fake either. I mean, up in the air. I don't really care. Really have no fucking, no care in the world about it. I don't give a fuck. Um, But the last two episodes that I've done, uh, or I'm sorry, the last episode I've done, I did like talk about it for like five, ten minutes. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. I don't fucking care. I think it's extremely fragile for you to get that angry over something that small. However... Not enough people get slapped. So I'm on the fence. You can guarantee fucking tea. If anybody said anything about Alicia, uh, I'd be slapping the shit out of them. But um, I feel like Alicia and I understand comedy. So it's a very different scenario. I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm so fucking beat up, man. Uh, training fucking twice, sometimes three times a day is whooping my ass. 
But we are like 10 days out from high rollers. I can finally kind of taper off this extreme training schedule. But we're also in training camp for Alicia. So that is, um, you know, it's just a, a hefty workload right now. And uh, we talked last time about Scotty training. And he was very nervous. And so I wanted to update everybody on how that went. So we do all of our jiu-jitsu at the Hunger Grappler in Marion, Virginia. And so Scotty, um, for a while, was just doing the dark arts MMA curriculum uh, with me at another gym. And he was training with Alicia. And and Alicia and I have been really busy filming... um, uh, grappling breakdowns and and jujitsu breakdowns and wrestling breakdowns and Scotty's essentially for the last four months just got nothing but private lessons because he's been doing a lot of the videography and like I said he's been taking the dark arts MMA classes so just recently um, we started doing uh, I, I finally convinced him to sign up for jujitsu and it's crazy bro it is absolutely crazy training with my brother. It um, it's it's different. It's very different, and I really I enjoy it. It was weird for me for a while coaching him, and I could tell that he um, went through a little adjustment period where he was, I guess, getting used to me being his coach. Uh, and so now I'm still his coach because he still does my my MMA class. Um, but now we're like rolling together and I, I, so I will say I am very guilty of rolling very easy with my brother. Um, and I also put him in situations that he can work out of or, or I'll kind of give him things. I'll, I'll essentially give him my arm sometimes just to, to make sure, um, he's attacking the right stuff and he's doing really good, man. Like I'm really proud of him. And uh, it's really fun. He has competition on his mind. Not not yet. He wants to do something before the end of the year, which I think is incredible. Um, like setting a long-term kind of goal like that for yourself. It's very, uh, it's very fulfilling. It's very fulfilling. Having a goal to look forward to, having something that you're working up to, it just like... I don't know, it's like a motivator almost. And so that's where he's at, and he's doing so phenomenal. He made friends um, really fast, and we had a bunch of guys from Bluefield come in last night, and Scotty befriended them too. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, he's such an introverted person. And this was like my whole thing about jiu-jitsu is I told him, I was like, okay, like... Because when we when I started doing the dark arts MMA stuff, um, Scotty, like he kind of got favorited, I guess, because I, like I'm the coach, like that's my brother, like I kind of made sure he was like taken care of, um, and so he for a lot of times he would like he would kind of help me demonstrate stuff, so. Um, before class or after class, whatever, we'd kind of be going over stuff. So Scotty kind of looked like he knew what he was doing. And so for anybody else taking the class, I'm sure it seemed like Scotty was more experienced. So that was like maybe what made him 
a little more extroverted in the in the dark arts days. Now that he's in a class like um, with other people, it was just, it was really interesting just seeing him, um, like seeing him introduce himself and talk to people, and make friends. Like it's just so crazy. I'm so proud of him, bro. So proud of him. We're the fucking super Smash Bros around this bitch. Like it's so it's so crazy because I've taught him a lot of wrestling. And anybody that's ever watched me fight or grapple knows that I I rely a lot on my wrestling. Um, And I'm watching Scotty do that. Scotty's getting put in bad positions and he wrestles his way out. And I'm just like, that's my fucking boy. That's my fucking boy. It's so crazy, bro. It's mind-blowing shit. Truly. There's a UFC on this weekend. I've not talked about UFC in a while. I'm just going to brush over this bitch really quick. Peter Yawn is taking on Aljamain Sterling, and Peter Yawn is absolutely going to murk Aljo. That's a fact. That's that's big facts. Uh, Kamzat Chumayev makes his return against Gilbert Burns. I'm... Going with Kamzat, dude. Kamzat's a fucking animal, bro. And so last night in um, in Dark Arts, I taught uh, like a body lock style takedown and then like a little ground transition that is very Kamzat-like. And that's actually where I got it from was watching Kamzat and the way he controls the body. And, and Kamzat's a fucking stud, bro. Absolute fucking stud. Um, the whole card's fucking good, truthfully. Like, the whole card's super good. I'm super stoked about it. I'll probably do another podcast before then. But, I don't know. I don't really, like, I love MMA, but, um, like, I'm writing a book right now that is, I can't really give a lot away, but it's very MMA-oriented, um... And so then, like, being in training camp myself and then training camp for Alicia, like, I just don't feel like talking about MMA on the podcast, honestly. Like, me and Alicia talked about it on the Dark Arts podcast, which is live, by the way. Uh, type in Dark Arts podcast on Apple, Spotify, etc. It's there. Um, and I talked about it there. And like I said, man, I'm holding out for Barstool. I don't want to talk MMA unless I'm getting fucking paid, baby. Barstool Sports, where the fuck you at? Um, <clears throat> a quick announcement. The Dark Arts MMA Apparel is officially live. Link in the fucking bio. Okay. When you buy these clothes, you are helping sponsor Alicia and I. Not only our MMA program, we're literally teaching it at two fucking gyms right now. You're not only supporting that, you're supporting my trip to Vegas, her fight in Kansas City, my upcoming MMA fight. You're supporting a lot of shit. And the shirts are super fucking tight too, so check it out. There's also a cash app at the link in the bio. Just feel free to fucking throw me a couple bucks here and there uh, to keep this podcast lights on. Know what I'm saying? Or don't. You know, just go to phonesoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, buy yourself something, and I get a little little chunk of that change too, baby. Um, 
I know that like it's bad business, but I have been listening to this podcast called American Coyote, and it follows the story of a man named Eldon Kidd from California that became a coyote. People that don't know what a coyote is, is coyotes are people that travel um, across the border and they smuggle people illegally into the United States from Mexico. I guess you could be a fucking Canadian coyote too, but I don't really think Canadians want to come over here if I'm being honest. I mean, you know, Justin Trudeau's ignorant as fuck. Joe Biden's ignorant as fuck. Like, they're kind of in the same boat we are. And it's really pretty in Canada. <sighs> Probably a lot less meth heads, too. Regardless, American Coyote follows this fellow named Eldon Kid, And it's so fucking crazy. Like, literally, as I'm listening, like, my mind is just blown. And how he got started was he was um, he used to do these trips like he was a tour guide, I guess, quote unquote, is what you would call it, because he would like he would mail out because uh, this is way this is, uh, let's say, late 90s, early 90s, late 90s, somewhere along the line there. And so he mails out flyers for a like a vacation service essentially and people will sign up and after he got enough people booked uh or enough people that signed up he would do a whole adventure so he would take them like whitewater rafting um he would take them like hiking in the mountains he would just do this it was like a, a tour guide essentially but he would do everything by himself and he made a lot of money doing that so he bought rafts he bought canoes Hiking gear, like tents, etc. And that's what he'd done for a while. And he loved it. And so he had planned a trip in, um, I'm trying, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to misquote it. It was somewhere, somewhere in Mexico. Um, further than Tijuana though. And so he had all of his, all of his people get passports and, you know, they all cross the border, whatever. They go down, they do the trip. He makes lots of money doing this, right? But he still feels like he's living like tour to tour, essentially. And so he's like driving home from Mexico. And as he's driving, he's trying to think of ways that he can he can make money or make it more uh, consistently, Right. So he pulls over for the night and starts to sleep in his van. And when he wakes up, he hears like whimpering. And he looks in the back of his van and discovers that two people have climbed in for safety. And so I don't want to like spoil it super, super hard. But so um, he understands that they're, they're Mexican. They don't really speak a lot of English. He doesn't really speak a lot of Spanish at the time. And so he smuggles them into the United States because they're running from something, right? A majority of these people, you have to think about this, right? So pause on that story for a second. Just, just hear me out. A lot of the people that want to be smuggled across the border literally just want to come over here for a better opportunity, a better lifestyle, or they're running from something, right? You got to think the cartel literally 
runs Mexico. It is fucking dangerous. Not only that, a lot of these people are living in poverty. They're uh, living in famine. Like they're they're fucking not doing so great, and they want to come to America for a better life. Um, so that's just my little soapbox for a moment. But so he he smuggles these two people across the border, and then uh, he starts doing it like regularly. Like he starts driving down to Mexico and scoping out different ways to hike back across the border or swim back across the border. It's fucking crazy, though. So he does this all of the 90s, right? Gets picked up, um, does three years in a Mexican prison, which is fucking traumatic. You have to listen to this podcast and hear how traumatic this shit was. Um... But so he gets out and he, even though he got arrested and done three years in prison, he's still done this. Like, because he, he even says like, it's not really about the money so much as like the principle. He wants to help these people, which I thought was noble as fuck. Um, but so he, so let's jump forward a little bit. 9-11 happens. And before it happened, like a couple months before it happened, he got arrested again for it. And was looking at doing a long-term jail sentence. But he was such a well-known coyote. Like he had such a legend about him. That the U.S. Border Patrol hired him. To work the border. um, And help them from letting people come in. Because you got to think. After 9-11 shit was crazy. Shit was crazy. TSA. Border border Patrol. Like shit was absolutely insane after 9-11. Um, and so he literally got a literal get out of jail free card to work for Homeland Security. The podcast is fucking crazy, bro. Like, I cannot stress enough how insane that fucking podcast is. And I'm just like listening to it during the day, like walking around mind blown, dude. And, you know, I ain't going to lie. You know, I got an SUV. If I knew that I could make it, because you know it's a, it's a it's an older vehicle. If I knew that I could drive to Tijuana, bruh, bruh. Next time y'all see me, I'd have a fucking Bugatti. Well, n- maybe not. I don't really like Bugattis. I would definitely have a Tesla or two. I'd have a whole stable of Teslas. I'd build a barn for it and everything. Shit would be crazy. I uh, I had this plan the other day. Sorry, I'm just going to jump topics because, you know, that's what we do here. Um, I had this plan the other day. I was going to get off work. I was going to go get me an acai bowl or a, a, a acai, 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 dude. How do you fucking say that shit? Let's figure this out. I'm Googling it right now. Because I don't want you guys to be like, oh, he's fucking ignorant. Acai pronunciation. Here we go. We got Google. Google's going to say this shit. You ready? Acai. Oh, shit. I got to turn her up. She ain't loud at all. All right. Acai. Acai. Hang on. Let's do it again. Acai. Acai. I wanted to go get one of them. Uh, an, as- an acai bowl. Um, cause dude, that shit's fucking tight, bro. I know it's like a, 
it's like a, a big thing in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu world, but when I was living in Florida, I used to have to drive out of my fucking way to get acai. Um, and now, even in Virginia, I have to drive out of my way to get it, but God, it is so fucking good, bro. I get this thing called the, uh, what is it called? The Peddler? It's at this place called the, the Blended, uh, is it the Blended Peddler? Whatever, in Bristol, Virginia. It's fucking good, though. Uh, I'm gonna hit them up about sponsoring me because they ain't gonna give me no money at all. Just give me one of them acai bowls and I'll be straight. But I've been getting in a smoothie though, and that shit is so fucking good. But I and I'm actually craving it now. But I had this idea I was gonna get off work, go hit me up an acai bowl, and then fucking go to the gym. And I don't know why I didn't now. Like, I'm genuinely just sitting here perplexed about why I didn't. Shit don't make no fucking sense, bro. I just, you know, ever since I, you know, ever since I had my mental breakdown, my mind just kind of fucking jumps every now and again. You know what I mean? It just kind of goes all over the place. Like, sometimes I can't keep my thoughts straight. Like, I just be bouncing around from thought to thought to thought. And I think maybe that's what happened. Maybe I, I was like, I want an acai, but oh, I went and got something else. What did I have? I had chicken wings. And that shit was not as good, but, uh, well, I mean, it probably was good. I don't know, man. I've not had good chicken wings in a while. Um, but this, the whole, you know, me jumping topic to topic to topic makes me think of this little fellow that I found on, uh, TikTok the other day, the, the kid that done the Adderall. You know what I'm talking about? Here's the video. It's really quick. Just just listen to this fucking kid. I got about 10 more minutes until 40 milli vanilligrams of this Adderall kick in. Let me tell you something. I'm feeling pretty intelligent right now. Ask me anything in the comments. I bet I can answer that whole lickety split here. My get your every eye in the house, boy. Oh, my God. There's a dead roach in the pool. Poor chap never learned how to swim, eh? Oh, he's wiggling. He's still alive. What a problem, man. I'm spitting at him like I'm a legend, man. Be for real. Yeah, um, I've seen this video. This video is, is literally just like haunted my every waking moment. I just keep thinking about it. For those that can't see the video, he he like walks outside. He his dog is sitting by a pool, and I think that's when the Adderall hits him. And uh, then he reaches in his pool, grabs what he thinks is a dead roach, and goes to take it outside. Realizes that it's still alive, and then just throws it straight up in the fucking air. That shit's so stupid, bro. I fucking love that video, but I feel like that dude lately. No Adderall, though. Here, uh... God, I'm not done Adderall in fucking forever, bro. But, uh... That's what I feel sometimes. Like, my mind just fucking does shit. You know what I mean? Um... I've been doing a lot of fucking reading lately, though. A lot of reading. I've been doing a lot of studying... I'm really into fucking philosophy lately, bro. Really into philosophy. And uh, there's, there's two, two separate concepts that I've found that I'm really invested in lately. And the first one is called Tao Te Ching, right? And the main quote from Tao Te Ching is, All streams flow to the sea because it is lower than they are. And its humility gives it power. 
we're going fucking deep. You know what I mean? We're going fucking deep, baby. We just jumped from that Adderall kid to fucking Tao Te Ching, baby. We going off. So listen to this. You are not better than anything or anyone. You are not above anything. You are literally not shit. That is what the Tao Te Ching is. And I love that. I love that quote. All streams flow to the sea because it is lower than they are. Its humility gives it power. Think of how fucking crazy that is. Like, lately, like, I've been wanting to fucking, like... I've been wanting to... Like, big dick around town. You know what I mean? Like, I've been wanting to flex on everybody. Like, I feel... I feel good. My martial arts is sharp as fuck. Strangling the fuck out of people. My striking's looking great. Like, I had the number 23 ranked podcast in Japan, 47 in the United States. Like, bro, it is hard to be humble sometimes, but I have to remember to be humble. And so the Tao Te Ching, that's, that's the basis of it, bro, is being humble. And uh, like that, the last line, it's humility gives it power. That, like, bro... There's something about that, bro. I feel like I'm trying to evolve as a martial artist. And uh, I feel like that really encompasses shit, like, completely. You know what I mean? Like, your humility gives you power. Like, stay fucking humble. You are not better than anyone. You are not above anybody or anything, for that matter. You know what I mean? Last week, I was in a fucking, I was in a crawl space, bro. Hooking up a water line. I was, like, covered in mud and water and fucking fiberglass, like, insulation and shit. And I was just thinking, like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be at a fucking, I'm about to have an event that's, like, streamed to fucking millions of people. You know what I mean? Like, and here I, like, I'm doing this shit. And then I was like, you know what? Like I had to, I had to humble myself. I was like, "This is how I make my living. Like this is this is what I do for a living." And uh, yeah, you just gotta keep yourself humble sometimes. And so the second thing that I've been, I've been really in on lately is stoicism because you know I had a mental breakdown not too too long ago, and I feel like stoicism is very hard, very difficult when you have a mental illness. Um, and, you know, mine being anxiety and bipolar, it's really hard to be stoic. But then I, like, I understood stoicism before, but I never understood the actual story of stoicism. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, like, let you guys have this, right? So there's this guy named Zeno, right? Way fucking, way back in the day. And Zeno loads up a fucking cargo ship with like all of his belongings, all of his money, everything he has is on this fucking cargo ship. And he's trying to go, um, from Phoenicia to Piraeus, right? That's how, that's, this is a long ass time ago, right? And so his ship sank with every single fucking thing that he had on it. Swims to shore and ends up in Athens, Greece, right? And so 
he's just kind of wandering around town. He walks into this bookstore and he's telling, you know, the, the people about what had happened to him. And they suggest this book uh, by Socrates, right? And so he reads it and he's fucking, like, he's fucking in it, bro. He loves it. And so then he he's try he's devouring this book and he wants to read more so he starts reading uh, the works of Crates. And this right here, him reading those those books, is what changed his fucking life. Like they changed his life, and through reading those works, he developed what is called stoicism. He literally joked that. Now that I've suffered shipwreck, I'm on the good journey. Like he literally, he literally accredited the worst time in his life to putting him on the best path. Um, and so what stoicism is, stoicism is believing um, that all those situations are bad. Good will usually come from it because you live within divine reasoning. Right? That's part of it. Part of it is, so divine reasoning, if you're not religious, then I'm sure you probably don't invest much time into divine reasoning. I, however, do. I think that everything is supposed to happen the way it's going to happen, and it's all leading to somewhere, right? So, um, we don't get mad because sad things happen. We get mad because unexpected things happen right like that's that's true for everybody right so this is uh it's controlling how you react like hard times create tough men tough men create good times good times create weak men and weak men well fuck <laughs> fuck let me do that again hard times create tough men tough men create good times Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. And so goes the circle of life. Right? So stoicism is how you react to shit. Knowing that there is a reason, a rhyme and a reason for shit. Stoicism's fucking powerful, bro. You can literally be mentally undefeated through stoicism. And I'm just like, I'm really invested in all these different philosophies right now because, you know, like I'm, I, I realize like how I react to shit truly fucks me up from day to day. Like I have days where <clears throat> if I go to get in my car and like my gas lights on, it will fuck up my entire day. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm really trying to get away from that. I'm really trying to get into looking at like the better in every situation or looking on the bright side of shit. And, uh, you know, reading stuff like the Tao Te Ching and, and reading into stoicism and reading about Zeno's life and shit, like that shit's helping me. It's helping me become a better person, a better martial artist, a better father, friend, brother, lover, like whatever. Uh... This podcast got deep as fuck, bro. But I'm really invested in this shit lately. And it's, I just think it's really fucking cool, man. Like, I don't know. These people existed long before we were ever thought of. And it was like they understood it, you know? Like, they 
understood something that we don't or or we haven't yet or who knows but i just been really reading into this shit man like doing a lot of mindset training because you can be as physically prepared for shit as possible but if you're not mentally prepared for shit that's what gets you like truly that is what that that is what will kill you so I think what I'm trying to get at is better yourselves, pick up a fucking book, put down Instagram and Facebook for a little bit, and learn about yourself. How do we we even fucking get in this? This is a longer episode than usual. We're already at 32 minutes. I'm not cut shit out yet. Sorry, I'm thirsty as fuck. We trained fucking twice yesterday, hardcore. And I did not drink enough water last night. And I fell asleep before I could, like, drink any more. So, uh, I'm, like, chugging my water today. So, I apologize. I'm also hitting this vape very frequently. Oh, man. It's Wednesday. I'm thinking about doing stand-up tonight. But I don't know if I really want to. Like, I want to, but... Also, like, I truly want a day off. Like, I don't have to work tomorrow. I don't have the gym tonight. I actually took tonight off from the gym. I was supposed to coach at another gym tonight. Um, and they done a lot of, like, uh, remodeling and stuff. And since the remodeling, like, not a lot of people have been coming to the gym. So I just went and canceled my class for tonight because I'm whooped, bro. I just want a night at home, watching movies with my kid, eating popcorn, and just chilling. And that's what I'm going to have. <laughs> That's what I'm going to have. Um, so, this is going to come out today, April the 6th. Um, you're probably going to get another episode, da, 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 maybe Saturday or Sunday. Let's do Sunday. Let's shoot for Sunday. You'll have another episode, and then after that, I'm probably going to start doing them weekly. I haven't decided the exact day yet, but I kind of like Wednesdays. I think it's fun. Middle of the week, kind of holds you over for the rest of the week, gets you through the weekend, whatever. Um, I love doing the 30-minute episodes, but I'm debating on expanding to 45 minutes. And I don't know if you guys like um, like no guests, because I've not done a single guest at all. Um, it's like normally just me. I don't know if you guys like that. If you guys want guests... Then let me know, but I just don't want this to be like the takedown 2.0 um, because the takedown it it was very stressful. It was it's hard to accommodate, um, but it also turned into something through the guests that people wanted. It turned into something that I just like wasn't into anymore. So I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see how this goes. If you want guests, let me know. We'll do. You know, we can do leash. We can do Scotty. Uh, you know, I've got lots of other people that would be more than willing to come on and talk. And we can just talk about regular shit, day-to-day shit. Uh, mindset. We can talk about uh, drugs. <laughs> um, I'm trying to do an ayahuasca trip. Like, for real, I'm trying to... Me and my buddy Michael have been talking about it for years, about doing one of these shaman experiences where you go into the desert and you drink ayahuasca and uh i'm really trying to do that soon so i really i'd like to talk to somebody who's done that and uh yeah that'd be kind of cool 
But I don't know, man. There's this guy in one of my groups on Facebook. He, like, he broke some fucking world record for, like, solving Rubik's Cubes while doing, like, an ultra marathon or something. He done, like, 864 or some shit. I think that guy would be kind of cool to talk to. He kind of sounds like a fucking serial killer, but, you know, it still could be fun. You know? Uh, let's end this bitch right here, though. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Hey, before you go, go to phonesoap.com. Use the code TAKEDOWN. You can get a little tanning bed for your phone. I get some change. It's all cool. It gets all the poop particles and shit off your phone. Um, there's a cash app at the link in our bio. And there's also merch at the link in the bio. The Dark Arts MMA Curriculum. If you know a gym that currently only offers jiu-jitsu or only offers kickboxing or whatever, and they want to integrate MMA into their curriculum, then let me know. Okay, uh, The Dark Arts Curriculum is specifically for that. We have literally an entire month of just be- like basic beginner stuff, and then we go into actual game plans, lesson plans, etc. It's a super incredible curriculum that we have took... God, probably every bit of two years to create, and it's been reworked, revisited, etc. Uh, but it is available, and I do um, monthly memberships. So you literally just pay a monthly membership fee, and I essentially book, uh, not book, I create your MMA classes for you based on the curriculum, or I just give you the curriculum and let you do it yourself. People like doing it other like different ways. Some people like having the curriculum and just following it day by day by day. Other people like me. Uh, kind of structuring everything for them, but the curriculum structured itself. So um, hit me up for that. I really appreciate all of you guys. And if you have a podcast and you're listening and you'd like to book me for a podcast, then hit me up. All right, y'all. Have a good rest of your day. I will talk to you guys on Sunday. Peace.